of the time is 10.33. Time now for Trash Talk. Marcy Trent Long speaks with longtime Trash Talk ally Helga Van Tornot about the upcoming producer responsibility legislation that plans to expand to banning single-use plastics. Hey, Trash Talk listeners. Spring has sprung. Our masks are mostly off, and change is in the air. It turns out there's a new producer responsibility legislation making it through LegCo that could change our world of waste here in Hong Kong. Luckily, we have the wise sage Helga Van Turnot from Wealth of Flows Consulting back on the show to break it down for us. Thank you so much for coming again, Helga. What would we do without Thank you? you? <laughs> Thanks a lot for having me again. <laughs> and maybe, you know, if, if we could have a world without waste, we can have a world without Helga. That would be great. Okay, that's a really great line. I like that. Well, why don't we start off with, let's talk about the different voluntary and required producer responsibility schemes in Hong Kong, just as a backdrop to what's going on there. Yeah, so we actually have quite a lot going on already in Hong Kong and, and maybe off the bat, the legislation that is making its way um, through LegCo right now is actually a, a bill for a um, an amendment to an existing piece of legislation that was already introduced back in 2008 or already enacted back in 2008. So that is the Product Resp- Eco-Responsibility Ordinance um, in, in long cap 603 um in short um and that was that's that's really a piece of 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 framework legislation an umbrella legislation that aims to tackle a lot of different um uh types of waste through this mechanism of eco responsibility or producer responsibility as it's more commonly um labeled and, and maybe it's helpful to explain for a moment what producer responsibility looks like. Oh, that's probably a very Um, good idea. Yeah. So in a producer responsibility scheme, or as it's also sometimes called in other parts of the world, extended producer responsibility, um, the legislator says, okay, you're allowed to put this product onto the market, but you as the party putting it onto the market, you are responsible for that same product at its end of life or end of use. And that responsibility comes either in the form of financial responsibility. So you must pick up the tab for making sure it gets disposed of properly, maybe even gets recycled, um, or it could come in the form of an administrative or logistical responsibility. So actually being responsible to make sure that the physical um, product uh, gets handled appropriately. And so around the world, this is quite a common tool. Um, People... People find it an appropriate tool because, on the one hand, it pays into uh, plays into polluter pays uh, principles. So the one causing uh, issues around or from the waste um, of its own uh, consumption or production must uh, bear the responsibility. And on the other hand, it's also a, uh, a tool that gives quite a bit of flexibility on what, the, as I explained, what the responsibility looks like exactly how much of the responsibility you're sharing, who else you are sharing it with. So it gives quite a bit of control. But because of that, it's flexibility as a, as a, as a policy tool. It does end up being quite complicated at times. Um, it does require revisions and expansions at times. And this is an example of what we're seeing here today. But this legislation is not, as I said, not new. And it's, its use for specific waste streams is also not new. So 
the original, the, the CAP 603 came in in 2008. Already in 2009, it was applied for the plastic shopping bag charging, which we're all familiar with since we're hopefully avoiding shopping bags. But if we don't, we have to pay. And, and, and we saw that there's, you know, there's been an, an update to the associated fee uh, recently, um, that's one example of of these constant updates and, and sharpening the tools that one can do. Um, the WE legislation, which a lot of people are probably also familiar with, WE stands for Waste Electronic and Electrical Equipment. Uh, so that that's anything from your broken down uh, washing machine or air conditioner to your headphones that may no longer function. Um, so for the large items in in that whole range of products. There is legislation in place since 2018 that um, not only uh, you know obliges us to obliges the, the the sector to participate in picking up the tab for it, but also has created a facility for recycling um, that equipment and even repairing that equipment. And it's also introduced a collection scheme, so it's actually financed by the industry that we can get uh, return our old appliances uh, to that facility for at no cost. So those have been in place quite a long time. They uh, uh, function really well, actually. The we uh, we functions functions great. really well and yeah. really well. And because of that, this is part of. We'll come to that later. But this part of the new bill is uh, it's going to the the categories that are covered by we will actually uh, get further expanded. And then there's a further one that's already been in place since quite a while, since 2016, actually, but has only come fully into play or will be coming fully into play this coming uh, May, which is for uh, glass recycling. So glass bottles, etc., which we may be less familiar with as a consumer because most of the collection schemes have only been for uh, glass from the food and beverage industry, from the hospitality industry. Oh, okay. So it's still not individual glass. No, I mean, your, your individual glass can go in there, but there's no specific collection scheme set up to cater towards uh, the, uh, the individual households. Interesting. All right. Okay. So that's a background. So we, in general, we've, so producer responsibility in concept exists in legislation, which has allowed the electronic facility, we, uh, to be put in place. And that has been very successful. And I will comment that this producer responsibility scheme, one of its components is a funding component, right? So the, the, we, the electronic one, when they import electronics to Hong Kong, there's a surcharge that goes to whatever company. And that's what funds the Wii facility. Is that a correct characterization? Yeah, I should be, I should be complete. Um, so not all of the infrastructure around Wii and, and the setups around the, the Wii, the electronic stream is purely regulated by this eco-responsibility uh, ordinance. Some of it is um, also regulated through an, an adjacent ordinance um, that specifically tackles uh, this type of uh, equipment. So that's you care about the name it's the, um, <laughs> right they actually yeah, pass specific right. legislation yeah, exactly. no 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 they passed yeah. a specific legislation about uh we which provided its funding okay so now we are at this current pr 
proposed producer responsibility legislation. And what is what is it trying to say? Yeah, so this um, this amendment, this proposal for an amendment is actually addressing a number of um, legislative initiatives or, or policy initiatives that have been developed over the last few years. And some of your listeners might actually remember that back in the summer of 2021 already, ah, that summer, um, where um, there was a public consultation on the use of single-use uh, tableware. So, you know, everything from our little you know, ex, uh, expanded polystyrene, uh, takeout container to straws to spoons, etc. So there was a public consultation. The government went out to, to the various different stakeholders, including the public uh, at large, uh, to ask, what is your opinion on these different types of tableware? Do you think we should, this is a problem for Hong Kong, and should we do anything about it? And it concretely already proposed back in the consultation phase uh, a ban on these types of, of, um, of containers and, and other peripheral items. So that was, that was one development. And from there, we see now the result in this proposed uh, uh, amendment to, to CAP 603. The other development that we saw over the past uh, years was the, that the Council for Sustainable Development uh, had initiated a public engagement. It's not technically a public consultation because they weren't that far evolved in the policy thinking. That was called a public engagement, but for all intents and purposes, it was the same thing. We were asked for our opinion. <laughs> um, uh, that, um, that was uh, specifically around the control of a broader set of single-use plastics. Um, and that was still in 2021, if I'm not mistaken, it was towards the end of 2021. So those are two different consultations. And there was a third one, and I'll com come back to that at the end, but uh, which was around the use of uh, plastic bottles for beverages, for drinks. Um, ah, your favorite I can topic. say something about that uh, maybe at the, <laughs> at the end, but uh, there is, uh, there, there's also a lot happening um, on that front, but that's even more complicated than all the rest. So that's, that's on a longer timeline. It's not... Um, government is not aiming to pack that together into this um, bill that's go making its rounds now. Okay, so in this so, bill, so mm -hmm. so then the producer responsibility yeah. legislation that's being proposed would expand we the electronics facility scope mm -hmm. of what they take. Yeah, it would expand that's the tableware. Is that right? It would initiate initiate uh, uh, initiate. A, a, ban on tableware. Yeah. Okay, there is none good. in place right now, but there will be a new one. Yeah. Okay, great. Isn't that thrilling? They would initiate a ban on single use plastic or any, any kind of disposable uh, tableware. Ah. No, no, unfortunately only plastic, only okay. plastic. Well, um, I mean, how often do yeah. you have metal, you know, or glass? Anyway. No, but there's obviously paper based and, 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 yeah. You know, my concern, our, our concern is on this is that obviously when, um, if we're going to be banning the plastic ones, there's going to be a shift to paper-based ones, which with, you know, which entails its own set of problems, right? First mm -hmm. of all, it's not so obvious for Hong Kong food to, um, to have um, paper-based ones because we have liquid food, food, hot food, oily food, you know, for... For a cup of coffee, it's all fine, but 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 more more complex uh, food um, is is 
quite complicated in a paper-based one unless you start initiating either plastic, uh, a little plastic layer, which is not helpful for our purposes, or <laughs> um, what's called these, what's called in, in you know, what's often called uh, forever chemicals. Um, forever chemicals, which is a, um, you know, a category of chemicals that doesn't really, uh, go away. doesn't really go away. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's called that way. I exactly. Um, I don't like the name of that. <laughs> it's called PFAS there. Yeah. There is, it's a, it's a quite broad, uh, category of like fluorinated, um, right. chemicals. Well, you know what, hopefully they'll just people, hopefully, of course, trash talk listeners, I'm sure don't use disposable tableware and have their own. So we've got tableware now. Uh, and then there's also another section of the legislation around absolutely uh, single use yeah. plastic or. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. So that came out of that uh, public engagement. What was proposed back then to, uh, to the stakeholders, to the population was a whole range of items that are made are typically made out of plastic. Um, and where government said, look, do we really need those? And, and if, if we do really need those, do we need to make them available for free? Are there ways to, to limit our consumption by, for example, charging for them? And this is now the result in the, the, the bill that's, that's in front of us, um, is that for that set of, of plastics, of uh, single use plastics, and we can, we can talk about some examples then, um, that there's also either a ban or an obligation to charge um, uh, in front of us. So what kind of plastics are we talking about here? Um, you know, my, some people might say, oh, this is the fun police, right? Because it's, it's cheer sticks, you know, the things that are quite popular here in Hong Kong to wave around uh, at, a, at a race, for example. Um, it's uh, balloon sticks. Um, it's, uh, but then it's also, you know, other small plastic items that um, are very common, like like umbrella bags, for example, um, the, the government's take is that for all of these types of products, there are already alternatives on the market. Um, you know, we can do without that item or we can do without that item in its plastic uh, manifestation, if you want. And so that's why for, for those items that are definitely dispensable, a ban has been proposed. Um, and for those where government says, okay, we, we can see a need or there, there might be a use case for it, but still we should not just give them away or, or dis, you know, dispense them or dis distribute them overly freely. Um, we should try and reduce consumption. They have imposed uh, a charge. So you're not allowed to distribute them without charging. Examples include on the latter include um, uh, earbuds, you know, the, 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 the little ear plugs, sorry, I should say. Um, that are, for example, used in airplanes. Oh, it includes uh, tooth toothbrushes in hotels, etc. Yeah, I mean, you can say that's 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 you know P details. You know, very that, that, that detailed, won't really right? matter. Nitpicking, yeah. No, no, Maybe no. I think they matter. It's but just... I think it creates a signal, right? A financial signal does matter. We know that many of us, everybody, I'm sure, uh, many of us is, are, are guilty of this. Is we accept things that are offered to us for free without thinking really thinking it. through, do I need this or not? And often it's just impossible to know because it was included with something else and it's impossible to refuse or it's, a, it's in a rush and you don't really know what's in that bag that they're giving you, etc. So 
making sure that there's a price signal attached to it actually helps uh, reduce consumption without necessarily creating real grief, right? It does not really create an inconvenience. If you need a toothbrush in a hotel because you forgot yours, okay, then you pay for one, right? Oh, I see. They don't just give it away. Yes, exactly. It would still be available, but you'd have to pay for it. And I think that's quite a, a, a cool progressive type of um, policy there. Yeah, I totally agree. Hey, uh, what about timeline? Is is this going to be discussed and passed pretty soon? Or is this going to be discussed and tabled till yeah. next year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, or next year or next decade for municipal <laughs> charging. No, no, no. This is this is excellent. There's excellent news actually because the bill was only tabled two weeks ago or yeah, a few weeks ago. Um, and already after two weeks, a bills committee had been formed and was meeting um, to discuss, uh, to have the, you know, the first iteration of the discussions on this. So this is making real progress. The goal is to have it uh, pass around the middle of the year so that, and then give half a year of implementation uh, preparation so that it can become um, uh, enforceable in, from the beginning of 2024. Yeah. Fabulous. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Got a little we go into force end of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is quite this is quite aggressive actually because, as I said, there's also other pieces of legislation that are still um, you know that are going to make its way, and 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 government is busy drafting on, uh, these other pieces as well. So it's very it's, exciting. It's an ambitious agenda for 2023, and yes, and it's really exciting. Yeah. All right, wise sage. Thank you so much, Helga Venternot, for joining us today and explaining that. I could not have done that myself. You're very welcome. You can find all the Trash Talk episodes on iTunes and the RTHK On The Go app. Thanks to our partners, Plastic Free Seas. If you like what you hear, I also host the Sustainable Asia podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube for a more in-depth look at sustainability issues here in Asia.